Sports stories from the 419 in Northwest Ohio brought to you by a voice you know. It's time to go around the area and around the Hearn. Welcome to a new edition of Around the Hearn here in the month of July. Not much going on. A lot of uh, baseball in the summer. Folks trying to figure out what they're going to do in the fall as we're not all that far. Just about three weeks away from the start of the uh, fall sports season with soccer and volleyball getting going. Camps have been taking place throughout the uh, month of June and July. I've seen a lot of uh, a lot of pub about things going on. We'll talk a little bit about a young man getting some offers and a couple of uh, coaching notes. But we're going to talk about baseball in the fall, and we'll talk with the commissioner of the uh, ACME tournament coming up this weekend and Ben Mock. We'll talk about the senior tournament taking place down in St. Henry, and we'll talk about everything Northwest Ohio sports with the uh, director and the creator and Logan Bailey and uh, kind of about everything he's got going on. He's a busy dude. They were both nice enough to spend some time with me a couple of days ago to uh, promo what they've got coming up this weekend and this season. But it is baseball. It pretty much takes center stage. You've got the uh, Locos, the Grand Lake Mariners taking place. Locos had a uh, big rain delay before their game tonight uh they might still be playing as i record this but a lot of local talents as they are getting close to finishing up the season with i believe it's four games between grand lake and the locos you can hear that on their website and on the app of 1150 wima with the nate stidham sometimes todd walker's there as well but uh big weekend for me i finally get back to call some baseball about three weeks or so with uh being quarantined after turning 40 there's nothing more humbling than having your birthday be spent indoors uh, you don't have to go anywhere you just order takeout because uh the covid monster snuck up and found you uh just kind of a thing that's been going on legion tournament though kicks off in just about 12 hours from where i sit when i record this it'll be a, a 10 a.m game as Ottawa and finley will take center stage those teams played already this year uh early on in the season Back in the early part of June, Ottawa won 10-6 against Finley. Uh, teams kind of in different directions at times. See what that game looks like. The winner will take on either Napoleon or Pemberville at 7 o'clock in the winner's bracket. Napoleon is just having a ridiculous year. They have uh, almost 35 wins on the season. They went to Alaska and swept everything away that they were doing there and outscored the Alaskans by almost 60 runs. In their time up there, they probably won't be asked back uh, anytime soon. Losers bracket will have the uh, two uh, who fell in the early games playing at four o'clock. You can hear all those games on WZOQ radio and also find them on uh, Facebook at Z Sports Live. Sunday will be a pair of games, and if they need it, the uh, championship game part two will be on Monday night at seven o'clock. Again, the entire tournament on WZOQ radio. Acme. You'll hear me uh, talk to Ben Mock about this coming up here in a bit, but uh, busy, busy schedule after the uh, Junior Acme Tournament last weekend in Defiance wrapped up with the uh, just slugfest that happened in the championship game. And uh, just so much work goes into it. You'll hear Ben talk about that in a bit. 11 a.m. We'll see Vanderwert and Indian Lake. Coldwater will take on Napoleon at 1.30. Defiance will tangle with state champion Rushi and a lot of the same kids. At 4.30, that'll be a good one. And St. Henry and Perrysburg wrapping out the uh, night at 7 o'clock. Semis are at 1 and 3.30 on Sunday, and the finals are at 6 o'clock on Monday. They're playing that down to the Wally Post Athletic Complex 
Park down there in uh, St. Henry. Uh, go out. There's Ben's going to talk about if we can survive the weather, which is, you know, a summer thing. There will be a lot of cool things that will take place. Just down the road from me, University of Finley hired Haley Horseman, the former Finley standout as their assistant women's basketball coach. With a talent on that team, they're going to do some big things this year. Speaking of big things, basketball, Ottawa Glendorf's Colin White, the uh, multi-sport athlete, spending his time playing for the Ohio Buckets. Got offers this week from the University of Northern Iowa and the University of Akron. Two good schools. UNI is a good D1 offer out there in the Missouri Valley League. Speaking of OG, Alexa Fortman ran the ninth fastest time in the Athletic.net 800-meter race in the junior category. Was about eight seconds off the lead, but a uh, terrific season she's had. Cross-country is coming up, and uh, that'll probably be another one that you'll see her on the podium at the end of uh, the fall. It doesn't seem that far away. Looking at his Twitter, bath pitcher Blaine Albright, decommitted from Ohio State after their re- recent coaching change. Dakota Mathias and Xavier Simpson playing in the NBA Summer League. I had, uh, full disclosure, tried to hook up with X a couple of times to uh, promo his basketball camp that took place at the end of June. We just weren't able to uh, find the same wires. Hopefully I can have him on uh, again at some point, and we'll just talk about everything that he's got going on, what Captain Hook can bring back to the NBA, playing right now with Orlando as they head out to Las Vegas. A couple of sad notes this week. Gary Moeller from uh, Lima Senior, as the uh, coach of the University of Michigan and later with the Detroit Lions, passed away this week in Lima, as did uh, WSN color commentator Doug Parent, who was a, a huge part of uh, – just some amazing broadcasts with my good friend Aaron Matthews. I got to know Doug. I won't pretend to claim we're best friends or anything, but I, I got to know Doug and meet Doug the last couple of years, and I I always just laughed. Uh, he was he was one of the good ones, and I'm sad to hear that both those young men passed away. Take a break, though, and uh, when we come back, we'll talk Acme with Ben Mock, and uh, then we'll come back and all sorts of things. The uh, busy young man that is Logan Bailey. Spring has sprung, Eric McCracken. You bet it has. That's why we're doing some spring cleaning around here at Lee Kinsel's. What kind of spring cleaning, Eric? Oh, you know, making sure the lot is tidy and, of course, full of new and pre-owned vehicles like Chevys, Buicks, and GMCs. Yeah, but don't you do that all year round? We try to, but it's been hard to get Danny the dealmaker to stay outside in those sub-freezing temperatures. I get that. So I suppose it's also easier for the customers to look around on the lot when there's not sub-freezing temperatures. You got that right. Here at Lee Kinsel's, we want you to take your time when you're out looking for the vehicle of your dreams. Hey, where is Danny the Dealmaker right now anyway? Uh, he's back in the back, putting his shirt on. He got so excited about spring he wore a tank top to work, and now nobody wants to see that. Whoa, you got that right. Lee Kinsel, GM Sales and Service and Van Work. Call 866-LEE-KINSEL. Shop online at LeeKinsel.com or stop in at 650 West Urban Road. They'll leave their shirts on for you. Tons of baseball going on this weekend before the Major League All-Star break. Now uh, talking with the uh, commissioner about Acme baseball in uh, Ben Mock. Ben, big weekend for you guys with the uh, senior tournament down in St. Henry. Yes, uh, we've been looking for this, uh, forward to this for uh, a couple months now, and uh, the weekend is, uh, is coming up uh, quick on us. Isn't it crazy how it seems like we finish up 
with now how the spring goes into the beginning of summer with the state tournament in uh, the OHSAA, and then you're a couple of days. Teams that have been eliminated obviously have started a little bit earlier, and you've got to figure out how in about a month to fit an entire uh, junior and senior tournament in. Yeah, with the, especially with the uh, spring season being pushed back a week um, a week later, uh, a couple of years ago. So now it goes into the middle of June. So those teams that uh, you know continue on in the in the spring, obviously it's great for their program, but they get a little uh, late start on on acne ball. Um, but yeah, the uh, regular season we get what uh, they can actually have about a month worth. Um, we can, we can start the weekend there after Memorial Day, and so the teams that are eliminated get about a month worth of our regular season before the tournament begins. Well, you've got enough spring coaches on your uh, board that I think you could blame one. If I had to pick, uh, just throwing this out there, I would pick Dusty Peaster. <laughs> yeah, Dusty's a good guy. Uh, he's, our, he's our secretary, and uh gotten to know Dusty a little bit better now that I'm on the board. I've had him a couple times. I umpire baseball as well, so I get to have him a couple times on the field, but really haven't got to know Dusty until – just this past year off the field, and uh, what a great guy. I'm hoping he's using a computer because I've seen his handwriting. <laughs> that I have not seen, so uh, he, he's pretty good with uh, Google Docs now. So, yeah, he's, uh, he's got to be at this point. Uh, it is cool, though, because, I mean, obviously, you know, jokes aside, you've got Dusty Peaster and, and you've got Tom Held, who I would say is pretty high up the list of mountain of coaches in the state of Ohio. Yeah, uh, those two being on the board, we got Mark Brunswick as well. Um, we've got Dave Hall. I mean, we've got we've got all kinds of uh, legend, legendary coaches on the board, and it really really helps uh, the board because we've got we got a good mix. We've got we got some head coaches, uh, obviously some great head coaches, some legendary head head coaches as you said, and then we've got um, a couple umpires. We've got a couple um, people that are just involved in baseball in general. Uh, so it's a really good mix. I uh, I love though that. Obviously, because he founded it, and uh, the story on that with Lou Brunswick being uh, always around, he's he's just sitting there looking at you guys, saying, "Hey, don't mess this up." Yeah, absolutely. He's looking down on us every day and uh, looking looking out there. And we, we he's actually still part of the board, um, so he, he joins some of the meetings. But um, yeah, it, what a, what a great guy! I, I really haven't got to know Lou much. Um, you know, being part of the board now, I, I knew him on the baseball field a little bit, but. I've got to know his uh, his sons pretty well, Tom, Jeff, and, and Mark. I always ask uh, Brad Harlbert, the head coach of Coldwater, I said, you know, with having him right across the street, does he ever come over and just tell you you're doing some things wrong, or did you learn from him that you were doing them wrong over the years? I said, well, it's a little <laughs> bit of a mix. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> uh, it, but it is so cool, I mean, with the, the Brunswick thing, and I've been fortunate enough to talk to those guys. I spent enough time in Coldwater that it's really – Neat to see how everyone responds, especially when Lou is feeling good and he's able to make, it doesn't even matter, a fourth grade game or one of these tournament games or a high school game. It, it's just as if, you know, a king was there and he treats everyone like that and everyone treats him that way. Yeah, you you know when Lou's there. I remember last year during the uh, state all-star, or the, the ACME uh, championship game, uh, he, he was there and he actually got to throw out the first pitch before I got the umpire. And you could just tell all eyes were on him, um, and, and his and his uh, grandson there from Defiance uh, was there to you know catch the first pitch. And um, I'm hoping Luke and uh, Luke feels well enough Saturday to be out there because uh, we're going to induct uh, Tom Brunswick into the Hall of Fame prior to the Coldwater game Saturday. Well, I mean that's a long trip from Coldwater to St. Henry. 
<laughs> yeah, right. All of what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you got to go. You got to get a red light or two. You got to get through a uh, maybe, you know, farm machinery. You get that farm machinery, and you just, you know, it's all over. Right. Uh, last weekend with the uh, Junior Acme tournament, uh, I I was fascinated watching that. Just kind of a lot of things always come back to. Hey, you can pretty much bet that Defiance is going to be a part of it. They're they're usually pretty good. Yeah, um, it, it was a great weekend. Uh, just a lot, a lot of good competitive baseball um, at, at all. You know, we had a, a, an array of divisions there. I mean, big schools, small schools. But yeah, like you said, um, Defiance being the host, uh, obviously they they had they had to visit, and but um, they played great baseball. And uh, you know, the championship game just didn't go their way. Fairview was uh, just came out firing, and they, and they weren't scared, and um, they they got the job done that night. Was that? Uh, did you guys design that as a home run hitting contest before, or did you just <laughs> first couple of innings? I saw it was like eleven to five. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, kids were throwing strikes, and and, and like I said, the the batters were just aggressive, and, and they and they put the ball in play, and it was a lot of base hits. It wasn't even so much building mistakes; it was just um, batters being aggressive and and didn't want to go home a loser. I think neither team. And you guys have had uh, some of the best field locations. I mean, there are obviously a lot of people who back what this has become and Lou is a big credit to a lot of that, but being able to get the places, especially kind of at different points in these seasons that you've been able to host. I mean, finishing off in St. Henry, you know, that's the Wally post is a heck of a, a complex. Yeah. We're, we're, we're very fortunate around here. I mean, all of Northwest Ohio really with all the, all the great baseball fields and, and the choices that we do have uh, when it comes down to, Hosting these tournaments, and um, so yeah, Wally Post is, isn't going to be any different, and uh, I, I'm just ready for an exciting environment this weekend. How many times have you uh, looked at the weather forecast and just prayed? Well, I've been looking at it every day, and then uh, and looked like Saturday and Sunday were was pretty good, and then uh, woke up this morning and saw Saturday, Sunday, Mondays all over fifty percent chance of rain, but. Way I look at it, the weather for uh, the weather meteorologists are never right, so we should be good. <laughs> Just ask my guess how many uh, bags of quick dry he's got. <laughs> I'm sure he'll, I'm sure he'll be ready. He, he's uh, extremely excited for this event. Mike's done a, an unbelievable job behind the scenes uh, leading up to this event. I think every day I'm getting no, uh, you know, fifteen to twenty texts. Um, between him and I mean, he's just making sure everything is ready. It's, it's going to be a great venue. Uh, this weekend, you've got. A couple of, I don't want to say surprises, but I mean, in terms of how they've been the last handful of years in the uh, spring ball with maybe Indian Lake that a lot of people weren't paying attention to. Uh, the normal heavy hitters, Coldwater, Napoleon, Van Wert, Defiance, last couple of years with Rushi, Perrysburg, St. Henry, it's shaping up to feel like not only are those teams going to bring a heck of a crowd, but it's going to be a heck of a weekend of baseball. Uh, it, it, it's, I mean, yeah, the, the field, I mean, you couldn't ask for a better field. Um, you know, we got, we got some great historic matchups, you know, just on Saturday. Um, that's why I'm really hoping the weather, uh, participate or uh, participates or, and, uh, and can benefit us because I think the crowds will be huge. Um, we've got, we've reached out to a lot of college coaches. I'm going to say we've probably got 10 to 20 coaches that have confirmed that somebody from their coach, their staff will be there. Um, at some point over the weekend, we've got a lot of media outlets that have reached out. Um, and I, and I think the fan support is just going to be unbelievable this weekend. Have you had a kind of a moment to to stop and sort of gather yourself between last weekend and this weekend of, okay, we learned maybe something 
with last weekend with hosting the junior tournament that we didn't know or maybe we'll do a little bit different for this weekend? Um, honestly, no. I, I haven't had time to catch my breath, but at the same time, I mean, being a defiance, Tom had everything well prepared and, and ready to go, and uh, so it went off without a without a glitch. So it was like, uh, like I got I just I was just there and, and taking in the taking in the games, taking in the moment, and uh, I think it's going to be much, much of the same this weekend as I think Mike's well prepared. He's had Toby Seifring from Coldwater has uh, really been his right hand man and, and stepped up to the plate from the. Acme board and just help Mike uh, make sure all the I's are uh, dotted and the T's are crossed for this weekend. Well, I'm not surprised. I'm told Defiance is a decent facility. Yeah, it's, it's all right. <laughs> for anybody who hasn't <laughs> been there, it is a really good facility. Uh, as is St. Henry, I love being able to do games there. They've got uh, just the way that it's set up right kind of on the cross of the two streets as you come in. You can kind of go by and, hey, what's going on? Maybe I should uh, go see what's going on over there. That's right. Uh, yeah, if, if anybody's driving by, they're they're going to have to um, have a little itch to stop in and see what's going on. And and I think Mike Mike did a lot of work to the field over the spring, um, so I, I think it's going to be uh, in great condition and uh, ready for some good baseball. Outside of the games themselves, again, you kick off on Saturday. You've got four eleven, one thirty, four thirty-seven. Van Wert, Indian Lake, Coldwater, Napoleon, Defiance, Rushi, Perrysburg, and St. Henry. Uh, outside of that, I mean, those games should sell themselves, but casual baseball fans, why why do you want them to come out? Why should they come out? Uh, just to come out and, and just watch how the uh, how these communities support their uh, their teams and, um, you know, give, give these kids uh, a venue and an environment to, to remember forever. Um, I, I know just from being on the field myself as an umpire, when you get the big crowds and the atmosphere, and the you know the loud noises on base hits it just it brings energy to the field it brings energy to the kids and it'll be a moment that the kids will never forget well if you have uh done a couple of these games from a couple of these coaches is it on them that they have to stop maybe not call you a name or two as you're you know look they're looking and you're saying i think that guy did a couple of my games <laughs> yeah i think i pretty much know most of them maybe not the indian, Lodes, uh, indian Lake coach and then the points but yeah, I know most of them. I just imagine Harlemert's probably got something for you. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, Brian and I get along really well. Um, oh, I love he's, him. He's a I great just, coach. I give him go. And uh, yeah, he, I, I love the umpire down there because uh, he, he's going to be out there coaching this kid. He's, he's going to have something to say if he really disagrees. But other than that, uh, you know, Brian just is out there to coach his kids and get a win every night. Oh, yeah. No, there's, there's nothing he hates worse than losing. <laughs> he can right. say what he wants, but there's nothing he hates worse than losing. Uh, I was just thinking, kind of piggyback on earlier about the history of all these programs. The staffs of these programs have to have a combined uh, something crazy and wins. I mean, there's the state leaders are all in this tournament. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. We may I may have to jot that one down and uh and do some uh research on that and that'd be a, a good uh, social media post i can look at two of them and tell you that there's more than a thousand <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean between tom held and harley i guarantee they're 12 13 1400 yeah you had dave hall in there yep uh yeah there, there, there's some wins there uh just don't don't ask gas tell him that his assistant wins don't count <laughs> all right that's what i asked him we'll, give, we'll give dorner credit for those right, right yeah give us a dorner he, he needs it you know I mean, he's got everything going on. But is this kind of a, a hard thing for you guys? Uh, is there any kind of 
crossover with Legion Bowl as far as I know that a lot of the district tournaments are this weekend too with uh, it, whether it's players or, or any kind of I don't want to say negative, but I mean in a way that would affect you guys as far as maybe people coming to watch. Um, yeah, I'm sure there are. I mean, the travel ball is still going on, so we're you know I know I know there's some teams like Perrysburg uh, for sure. I think they're missing like almost 20 kids, uh, you know, playing travel ball. Um, but yeah, like you said, the, the Legion District Tournament I believe is taking place in Ottawa this this weekend as well. So yeah, we we will lose some there, but you know what? Um, you know, the way you look at it, you know, one kid goes down and, and the next kid steps up. So this is a great moment for, for the young players to get varsity, you know, experience during the summertime in, in a very competitive environment. And, you know, some of these coaches might find a couple uh, a couple diamonds in the rough here this weekend that really stand out and uh, propel them in the spring. Well, I'm excited for you guys. I know I'll be looking at the scores all weekend long. Uh, I, I've actually, hey, I have that district tournament you're talking about, but um, – Good luck to you guys this weekend. I, I hope everything goes well. I appreciate you having me. Um, we'll, we'll definitely be uh, updating Twitter with scores. Uh, we'll, we'll try to update it every every inning. Um, you know, big moments. And, and so, you know, watch us on Twitter, and, and you can stay up on uh, what's going on this weekend. Well, I appreciate it. That's Ben Mock. We'll talk some more about everything going on here in just a couple of minutes. Since 1988, Klosterman Pizza Company at 1017 East Main Street in Van Wert has proudly served the Van Wert area. From pizza to subs to salads, breadsticks and wings, and even some cookies, Klosterman Pizza has your hunger cure. Order online at klostermanpizza.com or call in your order today at 419-238-9966. Be sure to get your order in on the way home from Rooting on the Lancers and get that signature sauce and high-quality mozzarella provolone cheese blend that makes Klosterman Pizza taste so good in your belly today. Open Monday through Thursday, 4 to 9, Friday, 10.30 a.m. to 1 p.m., and 4 p.m. to 10 p.m., Saturdays, 4 to 10, Sunday, 4 to 9. That's Klosterman Pizza at 1017 East Main Street in Van Wert. 419-238-9966. It's very possible that as I start this interview, this this is the first time I've ever had an All-American on this show. And uh, I'm very happy about that, obviously, as we talk about a lot of things going on in Northwest Ohio. And specifically uh, to Logan Bailey, uh, talked about that. You know, I would read people things you've accomplished, but I just don't know that I have enough time on this show. <laughs> I appreciate the kind words. It's uh, I, I love the bio on your website, nwosports.com. Uh, I want to ask you kind of a little bit. You uh, graduate from Tenora, you go to Finley, you get the degree, exercise science, and you're going to be uh, a doctor of physical therapy. Where, First of all, where do you find time? For what you're doing now and second kind of how did you come up with the idea of what you're doing now uh yeah so i guess if, if anyone knows me um i i always love to be busy and be involved in a lot of stuff um really i'm playing college football and going to uh doctor of physical therapy school i've always been busy so i kind of got to start with nwo sports really because i knew my football career was coming to an end and i knew that I still wanted to stay kind of a passion sports and I have always had a following and passion for sports around Northwest Ohio. So I kind of came up with that idea and started off as just a small hobby, but it's kind of really grown over the last few months. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of how things have got started with me. 
Well, isn't it funny how that happens where you get one small idea and you think, all right, I'll, I'll make a Twitter here, I'll make a Facebook there, and then you get kind of uh, one, two, five, ten, fifteen, twenty-five people start paying attention. You go, maybe I should take this a little more seriously. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I totally agree. Like, I just thought of it as something to do it on the side, and then I think now between all my social media platforms, it's almost it's reaching up towards five thousand followers. So it's like, oh, geez, I, I guess I never really imagined that, but. Um, I mean, I enjoy doing it and that, I mean, that's the main thing and everyone else likes what I'm putting out there. So, uh, I mean, if I can make other people happy and, and really recognize the athletes in the area and give them the exposure they, they deserve. Um, I mean, I think it's just a win-win for everyone. At the beginning or at any point through, did it stress you out a little bit when you think of, okay, we are blessed in Northwest Ohio. I think I'm pretty biased that we have an amazing amount of storytellers, whether that be the newspaper or TV or play-by-play or just radio in general and people on the internet who do such a good job kind of covering the great athletes that we have that it can be a little overwhelming at first of what's going to make me different. What's going to separate what I put out there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think Northwest Ohio's neat as well as, I mean, you have a lot of different outlets, but I thought, um, just why, why couldn't one more be out there just to give these kids a little bit more exposure. And I feel like anymore, a lot of kids and, and a lot of people, I mean, so social media driven. And I thought of just kind of going that route and really putting out content. And I've always had great sports conversations with people and um, actually everything kind of started. Funny, funny thing is a year ago, before I even started this, me and my brother did like a power rankings um, just for football season. And, that's kind of how I got, actually, that kind of sparked my interest in creating something bigger, but just kind of putting our personal opinions out there and kind of ranking teams, making it fun for the kids and athletes. And we even did like this last year for a uh, basketball season, we did like a student section power ranking. So we had kids and uh, athletes and people in the community sending pictures of the student sections and, and why, and tell me why their student section deserved to to rise up the rankings or semi-proof that like they were supporting their team and whatnot. So I just think making things like personable or that they have a meaning to the community and the people that follow it. I think that kind of drives, I guess, how well my platforms do. But, um, big thing is just, like I said, I, I continue to preach just really, um, recognizing the athletes and making things fun. I think that's what it should all be about. Cause if, if I wasn't having fun and people weren't enjoying it, I probably wouldn't be doing it anymore, but I've, I've had a blast. Well, I can tell you from a personal experience that I have had a handful of kids that I've had the student section argument with for years. And, and I've always <laughs> said, I'll take a bribe as an honorary member of any student section at any point. But uh, I had a couple of kids who, sent me your rankings when they weren't ranked number one for different schools. I won't say where, Kaleidikoff. But uh, <laughs> they didn't necessarily agree with your assertion, and they started asking me how I could help get them up your ranking, and I just laughed of, you know, maybe you guys got to bring it every single night. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, you said it too. I think it really helped drive more attendance. I mean, believe it or not, through the student sections, I mean, kids kind of see that get a little motivated and they're like, Oh, well, why isn't our school number one kind of get out there, show their, their school spirit and whatnot. And I mean, I think that, that again, benefits the kids as well. I mean, you get all these people following the social media and they see that and just, they want to attend the games, which bring bigger crowds and just kind of bring more meaning to the games as well. 
Well, I've always been of the uh, thought of, you know, if you don't like it, just make up your own. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, I guess. What does my opinion matter? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I try to not be biased or anything like that. And I mean, I take a lot of things into consideration. So it's not like I'm picking favorites or anything. I mean, I'm truly basing it off, like the power rankings for student sections, I was basing it off uh, attendance based on pictures and themes and stuff like that. So I try not to try to not make anything biased. I just keep everything on an even playing field. Same, same thing with any of the other rankings that I release. It's all based on stats and quality wins and losses and whatnot like that. So, Well, I don't know about you, but anytime that I've done anything that has been uh, – I didn't like the All-Ohio teams one year, so I made my own team based on the one criteria was – I had to have seen the players play in person. And it got into this weird thing where people would complain because, well, you didn't get to enough counties. I I did seven or eight counties worth of basketball that year. And it always comes down to, at what point are you going to pick? Is it a 60-mile radius? Or, I mean, how did you kind of decide all right, we're going to have Ottawa Glendorf, but we're not going to be far enough to get Paulding. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a tough question, too. <laughs> Obviously, I'm one guy, and um, it's difficult to keep track of uh, information. Just I, I have these Excel sheets that I keep track of. I try to keep track of all these um, different scores and stats, and I try to have coaches uh, send in the stats, and it, it gets difficult, and it's, it's a lot, so... I think that kind of plays a role into it, but I kind of almost took, I guess I went online and essentially it was like a 25, 30 mile radius. I think when I originally started and kind of centered around defiance since that's where I'm from and feel like that's kind of a, uh, generalized location in Northwest Ohio. And that's how I kind of went. And this fall for football, I think I'm actually expanding it a, a little bit more to add a few more teams, but I mean, I would love to cover more teams. Don't get me wrong. And if I, I've had people question me, like, why don't you cover this or that? And it's like, believe me, I, I would love to. It's just one guy can only do so much. <laughs> I I know a guy in Dayton who uh, pretty much tries to claim Fort Recovery out near Indiana. So, I mean, if you want to take a swing at that, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That might be uh, just a little too far out of my range. Well, it is just always so funny because that's that's the kind of the great thing and the crux of – human interaction of everybody's got uh, a thing that they want you to do, but nobody necessarily wants to help you with it. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, uh, I mean, Keith Brown uh, from Sonora Rams Life, he's been a big help. Um, he's helped me with a lot of stuff from Sonora. And I'm pretty biased, I, but he's, he's on my top, top of the list. Oh yeah. Keith's a great guy. And uh, I have a kid from uh, Brian high school too. He was interested. He's like, you know what? I'll help you if you want. And his name uh, was Matthew Clark, but, he helps out as well. He can't help enter uh, stats and scores and stuff like that. So I'm very thankful for those guys for helping too. And um, it's just anything I can get, I appreciate. I've had people send in other stats and players send in stats as well and scores. And um, But yeah, like you said, I mean, it's tough to draw the line as well. And uh, I just try to do as, as much as I can. Well, and the summer is kind of an odd thing too because you've been able to uh, more recently than I have – of being able to get a podcast done, uh, one in June, but you're kind of at an odd angle because it's either you're just going to get ready for the fall or pretty much it's going to be travel baseball in some point. Yeah, I, I agree. And I feel like 
the summer is almost like a transition period. And it's kind of like, an, I guess, if you want to call it an off season. But um, there's still acne and travel baseball and stuff like that going on. And actually, I'm in the works um, talking with a guy. It's actually, uh, I believe he's from like the 1993 Mount Pillars football team about possibly doing a podcast with him and some of the players, but um, he was telling me about this game that they played. Oh, I'm trying to think who it was. Someone else from the NWAL, but it was like, he was saying it was one of the biggest games of all time. All the news stations were there, thousands of people. So I thought about having him on this month too. So that's kind of in the works. Uh, it's, it's an odd thing though, too, because I know for me, it's always a weird sort of bridge between what do I think is personally fascinating or what do I think people will listen to and think is fascinating and how do I bring that to them? Yeah. And I, I think that's always a challenge too, because obviously anyone I'm interviewing, I'm interested in them, but it's, you got to also find people that are, that the, the, I guess the audience has uh, interest in as well. So I kind of weigh both those things too. And, uh, but like you said, uh, it's just a kind of a balancing act of both, and sometimes it's people don't realize it's not easy to put out gem after gem. Oh, I I agree a thousand percent. Like if you look at my, um, I don't know, I run everything through Anchor or whatnot, my platform for podcasts, and it's amazing because I kind of look back and run the stats, and it's like, oh, this podcast did excellent, this one did excellent, and then all of a sudden it's like you have one that drops way low for numbers, and it's like, what the heck? I would have thought this one would have been good, but again, it's like. What do people want to listen to? What rather what me personally is interested in? Yeah, that that happens to me a lot where I, I have to kind of temper expectations of, oh, I had this person on and I really thought this would be a big number. And then remember, it's I mean, it's kind of like a, a thing where it has to be the right time, right place for people in their life. And, and sometimes the ones that I end up doing the big, big numbers are months later. After I guess I would have thought that the the topic became moot, I look at it and go, "Well, how did everybody find that one this week?" Yeah, yeah, I think like you said, I, there's just so many factors that play into I guess the popularity of each podcast. So I always find it interesting just looking back. But yeah, same thing. Like it could be later on down the road, and all of a sudden you see a spike in numbers for a certain podcast. But yeah, like you said, I think it depends on time of year and same thing what people are interested at that point in time in their lives and just a lot of factors that that are involved you've got uh, on your facebook facebook.com slash nwo sports a uh, a pretty big announcement you put out the last couple of days about the football edition of your podcast when you put this idea together with uh, aj and tony fairchild and keith brown it's a big grandiose sort of thing that you're going to do every week uh, have you looked at it and thought, I hope this stays fun and not the uh, the nightmare that it could become? Yeah, yeah. And I, I think we've been together um, really the last year a lot for a lot of the, the football broadcast for Sonora. Um, but we've always had conversations. We talk football all the time. And we always have a good time when we're all together. And I just thought it'd be, be fun to have some um, just real educational and, I don't know, good good conversations, debates, discussions about football in Northwest Ohio. And yeah, like you said, too, I could see something turning more into work and fun. But I think with the group of guys that we're going to be joining the podcast, I think it'll be a great time um, each week. So I'm, I'm not really worried about that at all. 
I always just laugh when I go to edit those things because I have these big ideas. And then I sit down to edit it and go, man, I maybe I overshot that one a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I do the same thing too. It's like, that's the only part I'm not looking forward to is the crunch time of just trying to edit. I think we're going to get together like on Wednesday nights and I'd like to edit it and have it released by Thursday. So try to stay up or uh, Wednesday night, edit it, and then release it the next day. So that's the only thing I'm not looking forward to, but uh, I think I think it'll all be worth it. Is it crazy to you to look at as we sit here that we're just outside of a month before the fall season starts? Oh, I know. It's crazy. Um, actually, today, uh, I'm on my last clinical rotation for um, uh, physical therapy at Defiance Physical Therapy. Um, and we had a couple athletes in and we were talking to them and I was working with them and it's like, man, I, it really set in that fall season is, yeah, like you said, coming up right around the corner and I couldn't believe how quick the year's really gone. It's just been amazing. Do you have, uh, I guess my, my question is kind of an aspirational sort of thing where it's a lot of just doing the podcast or are you looking maybe to, to branch out and maybe do color on games or, or stuff like that? Or is it, you've got a lot already right now um i don't know i wouldn't necessarily throw it out of the picture but <laughs> i don't know i load myself up with so much on my plate uh i guess the main thing my first priority is i take my board exam for um my doctor of physical therapy july 28th so i'm studying like crazy for that and my goal that's first and foremost on my priority and then uh i have this podcast and stuff and then I also get married September 3rd, so... Uh, That's not a lot going my, on. Yeah, yeah, not a lot. So, I don't know. I'm still open to a lot of things, and who knows? I even said I'm interested in coaching down the road for football, too. So, who knows? Yeah, I mean, that's just one or two things. Yeah, <laughs> just I can't, one or I can't two. I between studying and the the whole marriage thing, I can't see how that would take your time up. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit. But I, I don't know. I'm one that... I, I'm just, I don't know, I guess really ambitious, competitive. I don't know. I just like to do a lot and stay active or I don't know. That's just me and my personality. Well, I totally understand because I, I really can't work on or just do one thing at a time. Yeah. I, I say that all the time, but then it ends up being, uh, what are the other three things? Yep, exactly. And sometimes like I get myself in trouble and put too much on my plate, but I don't know. That's just who I am and how I live. So. Like I'm already working on my week one broadcast, and it's five weeks away. Yeah, yeah. And, and, Matt, that's, and Matt, I can't find all the information. <laughs> yeah, I, t- I totally get it. I I've, mean, I've been there with certain podcasts, too. What, you know, one day maybe I'll just learn how to just chill and just take things as they are. <laughs> or take, a, take another vacation. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, the last one I got COVID, so it's probably not going to happen. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I I've enjoyed this. This is the first time we've actually had a conversation like this, and uh, I wish you the best. Uh, folks want to check out everything going on. How do they find you? How do they do that? Yeah, um, I have NW Sports is on all three major social media platforms: uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, just search NW Sports. I also have a website: uh, nwsports.com. Um, that's pretty much it. Um, just go ahead, check it out if you want and, uh, follow some of the, the information and stuff I put out there. Well, I appreciate it. Whatever I can ever do. Give me a call. Yeah. And I, I want to thank you again for having me on and I appreciate all your stuff. I'm a big 
follower of your podcast and the, the content you put out there too. And I uh, just appreciate everything that you do for Northwest Ohio as well. I'm always happy to hear that someone's not telling me that in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. That's maybe no, I have it a couple times. Yeah. No, but I'm, <laughs> I'm glad I can say I'm not one of those people. So. Right. Right. It's, it's much cleaner that way. <laughs> yep. That's true. Well, I thank you so much. Uh, good luck with everything. Thank you. I appreciate it. Back with more coming up here in just a few. Be more wild. Are you tired of sitting around at home this summer? Bring your family and come down to the African Safari Wildlife Park located in Port Clinton, Ohio. We have giraffe, zebra, bison, and much more. So skip the lines at the amusement park and come experience the safari for yourself. Are you tired of the normal zoo experience? Looking for an exciting way to see animals up close? Take Route 2 to the Route 53 North exit and follow the signs. Just 17 miles west of Cedar Point via Route 6. Open every day, rain or shine. A big thank you to all of you for listening and supporting this show. I know it's a little harder to find the uh, podcast provider I've used for the last handful of years. Uh, shut down. They sold out. Said, uh, go figure it out. Go work somewhere else. So we did. Hopefully it uh, still works in the iTunes and uh, everything else the way that it did before. And thanks to Ben Mock and Logan Bailey for coming on and uh, talking about the uh, things in their world. Hope you've enjoyed it. I don't know how many more of the shows will be before the fall. Summertime is kind of the hardest time to uh, try to uh, get content just because uh, folks are out there doing a lot. They're traveling. I, I took the family to Chicago, and uh, I, everybody's just kind of out doing their thing. But the fall, I hope to have uh, some soccer, some cross-country, and uh, some football and some volleyball previews with some coaches and some players. If you'd like to be on, it's pretty simple. Hit me up on Twitter, at Michael Hearn, at PVP. Pretty easy to find. But I hope your summer's going well, and have a good one. I'll talk to you soon. Here I go. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of Around the Hearn. Come back next week for more local stories from the NWO. But until then, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Michael Hearn PBP for more great area content.